Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the From The Finney podcast. Uh, we'll talk about tonight's, well, very good win. Yeah, enjoy. How are we, fellas? Oh, no. In fact, let me do that again. How are you, you sycophantic, Alex Neal, arsehole-looking individuals? I'll be getting right up Alex's arsehole tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer being called, like, was it Magnolia or something like that? I quite enjoy it. Vanilla. Vanilla's out of there. No, um, good. Yeah, that was... um, by the way, if, if people don't get that reference, go and read the podcast thread on PNE Online, and you'll you'll get a bit of uh, context. But yeah, very yeah, good evening. Was, uh, yeah, um, for seventy minutes, that was very enjoyable. For the last twenty minutes, I've never been as nervous as a North End fan. I'm think last time I was that nervous was Wembley because yeah. I, I knew I, I knew what I, 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 I knew what would happen if we didn't get the three points tonight. From a three-nil mm. position, and and it scared me to be honest with you. Yeah. As soon as the ball went in the net for Stanislas's free kick, I thought, no, no, not tonight, because they were outstanding for that first seventy minutes. You've got to give full credit to the manager and the players because they were great, and three very very good goals as well. I mean, we'll talk about them individually, I'm sure, but that's that's a very impressive seventy minutes by Northend tonight, and sort of restores my faith in what the process and what Alex Neal is all about. Yeah, 100%. I'll tell you one thing, he's, he's lost the dressing room for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How Some of the shy. How long have we been that now? Two weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks? People have still been saying that. Players don't want to play for him. Oh, look. It's a load yeah. of shite that and people can give us shit for whatever. I'm not having that. Daniel Daniel Johnson's got an assist tonight. 60-yard lung busting run, yeah, he, followed he by an absolutely outstanding cross. He can't be um, asked either, can he? Yeah, for, DJ. Yeah, first assist though. Just you know, a player who's not bothered ain't doing that in in the tenth minute or whatever it is. So yeah, I thought our tactics were spot on. We had a little chat before about Maguire being up front. He links it very well, Maguire. We've said we've said on here he's looked sharp. Obviously, he's lost a few of the goal-scoring instincts that he looked to have when he first signed. But, you know, as an all-round player, um, you know, he led the line magnificently, I thought. And, you know, when you've got the big four on the pitch, I, was, I asked Jimmy this before, when was the last time we had them four on the pitch? Yeah. And, and we've just gone and won at a team who's won five and drawn one of the first six home games. You know, Premier League team, really. Um, and that's obviously their first home defeat of the season. Without classing though, it's not. It's not just. We've not just like smash and grab three to last minute or something like that. Yeah, we've gone there and we've taken the game to them. You know, we've our tactics tonight was spot on. You know, soak it up, bang. You know, and that first goal was. It was typical Alex Neil ruthless football. Mm. Well, um, the the commentary well on the red button was. I think his quote was attacking uh, counter attacking football at its finest, and he's not wrong. Yeah, Very absolutely. Good that is just so good. It starts with, well, obviously it was a free kick, gets cleared to Sinclair, but 
Sinclair's little movement on there in the middle of the pitch there is outstanding. And then obviously Maguire into DJ. Sinclair ends up in the six yard box, you know. Uh, ready he misses to tap it, doesn't he? He misses yeah. it. Yeah, and then obviously you got Sinclair and Barkey backing up. So that's an outs- that's probably the best counter attack I think we've scored. The one at Leeds sticks in my head on Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that I'd say that's right up there for me. Yeah, very good. But just a very good half of football for us. Yeah. You know, I think it was just it, it just it's just restored my faith in them tonight. You know, and I think after Saturday and, and last week, this time last week especially, we sort of, I thought we all start, start yeah, start out again. <laughs> we all started questioning if it was going to end in tears or if it was going to end badly, and I just think, I think tonight's just restored my faith in him, and I, I, you know, I think the, the reaction from the bench as well, you know, for all three of the goals, you could just tell it meant it meant something to him. Yeah, you know, this means this means absolutely nothing though if we let the big four go. Let's be honest, because that's how good we are when they're on the pitch. So, you know, this is this is surely a plea just to just back them, just yeah. keep them at the club. You know, we've gone to, you know, they would have gone top if they won tonight, and we've just got to beat them at, on their patch. You know, yeah. that that midfield, Ben Pearson's got better since he's been injured. Yeah, he's been watching Paul Scholes' videos for the past two months because he's just outstanding. He's so good. He's just so good. And again, do you think Ryan Lennon really compliments him? Yeah, yeah, he does. And 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 I'd say the same about Barr and Davis. Ben Davis yeah, just, makes just Patrick on. Bauer looks. He, he looks ten times better. Just on part. Let's hope it's nothing. Majorly serious. I mean, obviously, it's something relatively serious if he's been stretching mm. off. But I think it was a landing on his knee. He was rolling around in pain, wasn't he? Screaming and shouting, and then obviously yeah. Ben's managed to talk himself into his first booking of the season. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, but you can understand why. Yeah, you of know. course you can. But you can understand Bournemouth playing on as well. They're well within yeah. their rights. I'd have played on in that situation. Hundred yeah, percent. I'd have but, wanted us too. But about about Ben Davis, he just coast through the games and Bournemouth have been interested in in the past and they'll see that tonight and they'll think you know we can sign him in a month well they can't sign him in a month but you can tap him up and stuff can't you um well, or you can we, you can we, put we you can have, put a cheap bid in I was gonna say we could have another Bailey Wright on our hands couldn't we oh he, he just absolutely coast through that game there you know against some very good attackers um you know I know how highly Jimmy rates Solanke he's not really had a look in has he been dominated um, tonight been absolutely dominated, and he and he and he lifts Bauer up because we've said it in the past. Without Ben Davis, there's a lack of pace and mobility in that back line. But with Ben Davis in there, and the, the forward passing tonight with the staggering, you know, you you know your little up back throughs and stuff. It's just classic. Ledson and Pearson, that is one hell of a partnership, yeah. you know. And we've just got to do everything we can to keep them four at the club because. Yeah. You know, it's the frightening yeah. intricate play that they had between them tonight. Ledson, that first hour, the, the amount of balls he played behind that, you know, in between the lines, he was just so good. And it, the weight of his pass is brilliant. That's that's the thing that does Ledson for me. You know, he can see the pass, but he, it's the weight of passes so yeah, hard to do at this level. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the weight of pass. And I talk about it a lot whenever I coach. If you wait a pass is the most important thing when you're passing a ball. 
because you've just got to get it right and he's just so good at it. So, so good. Yeah. And I think as well, if you look at how, how good was Sinclair tonight as well because he's got class players around him tonight. You yeah. know, get them players around him and that's... Even he was more involved in general play. Obviously, he scored a world-class goal but... You know, the little intricate movements like Jimmy just mentioned, he was more involved because, you know, you've got Johnson, Ledson, Pearson around him. Yeah. Maguire's linking it. You've just got Ben Davis as well, finding him with them little passes. If, you know, if, I think if you get the big four, if you get Ledson and Sinclair on the pitch, then you will be a match for anyone. Yeah. When you start stripping it away and giving shit players new contracts, then you'll start being in trouble. So, no... You've got to give your best players contracts. You can't pussyfoot around and give, you know, testimonial contracts out. You've got to back. You've got to know you've got to back them. There's no point after this giving Paul Hunsington new contracts and letting Ben Davis leave. There's no point. We're going to go backwards. You need to back the manager. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's more. It's more frustrating when you win games like tonight because that's yeah. how good you can be if you back the manager. It'd be interesting and, what he comes and, out with no. tonight. You know? Say that again, Jim. It'd be really interesting what the manager comes out with tonight. I reckon yeah. he'll make a he'll make a noise he'll make some sort of noise about it because of course he will because it's the first time he's had his big four on the pitch and you know arguably our best performance of the season for me. No, no I think it's unquestionable that first seventy minutes. Mm. Unquestionable. Yeah. Just so good. Just yeah, just really good. And I thought Brown excelled as well tonight at right back. What a challenge he put in, by the way, in about the 77th, 78th minute, just mm. in the corner of the box. That's in. Yeah. If he makes yeah. a mistake there, it's penalty in there. Again, that's that's another route back into the game for them. Mm. I think he's always going to be slightly vulnerable to the header at the back post. Um, but, you know, he's all around play. Um, you know, he's as... He's just very good there. I, I really like him there. And we looked a lot better tonight, didn't we? Just a lot more balanced. He's, he's got the athletic capability to play there as well, though, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and, and obviously their lad who's very highly rated gets subbed off. I didn't have a yeah. sniff out of him, did he, Raquel May? So, yeah, fantastic work tonight from Brownie. Just, I think all over the pitch, I don't think there's any players that you can really pull up on anything. I'd say there's probably, for, like you said, Jim, for 70 minutes there, there's... 11, probably 8 out of 10 performances. I'd say, I, you know, I know we've, we've criticised him a lot on this podcast, but I thought Rafferty dealt with Brooks very well tonight. And yeah. I think he dealt, I think Sinclair dealt with Brooks as well because Sinclair tonight, his athleticism and how much ground he's covered tonight, you know, the, he's as close to a 10 out of 10 performance as I think we're going to see in a long time. I was just going to say, do you think that's a 10 out of 10 for Scott? I think he's had a second assist for the third goal, which the pass is ridiculous for DJ. No, not not for me. He's playing nine. Well, he's playing nine or an eight for you, isn't he? But that goal's that, it shows what he can do, though. That's the thing for me. He's missed from two yards out, hasn't he? And you know, Barkley's tapped it in for him. Horrendous. <laughs> but just on just on Brooks, I I had a little conversation with someone before the game. I wasn't worried about Brooks against Rafi because. Brooks wants to come in field, he wants to come yeah. deeper. So that's where Sinclair comes into it because Rafferty was more orientated with Smith, who's a right back. Um, yeah. You know, Brooks wasn't really playing as a right winger tonight, but um, yeah, I thought Rafferty had one of his best games. Forward passing as well was, on, was, was much better tonight because we had the angles around him. We had the angles. We weren't just, you know, playing 
70-yard long balls. Um, we were playing the long balls, but we had people around Maguire. We weren't isolated at all. It was very good tonight. Yeah. And by the way, we've gone to all three relegated teams. Um, you know, so away from home already. Um, four points out of nine. So, you know, it speaks for itself, doesn't it, really? We'd have took that, wouldn't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Offered, offered just yeah. that in August, Christ. Yeah, of course you would. Well, it's just our form picks up a bit. Yeah, I think that was a massive result for him, by the way. Just, I think that gives him a little bit more leeway now. Yeah, yeah. Even though it shouldn't, isn't it, it? It's just a yeah. reminder of what he's about. Yeah, we all know what he. We all know how good he is. You know, it's ninety minutes of football, and I know people. Have, you know, we are excited, but. He's a good coach. He's a very good coach. And the players are still clearly playing for him. Absolute bollocks about he's lost the dressing room. What a load of rubbish that is, honestly. Is. No, but absolute no, it nonsense. It's clear to see that he has yeah, the dressing room. But we went in 1 0 down at Watford at half time, I think, didn't we, the other day? Was it 1 0? Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, we've gone in, in the lead tonight. I didn't see a massive change in the effort levels. But people will see the people see the result and say, "Oh, you know, I wish he could play from every week." I do believe that the players play for Alex Neil every week. I don't think he's lost the dressing room. I don't think he's anywhere near losing the dressing room. Peter Ridsdale said that himself last night with the, in his interview with George. I mean, we you can you can criticise Peter, you can praise Peter, you can do whatever about Peter, but he, he, what he said last night about the dressing room and the atmosphere. He's not wrong. He's absolutely not wrong. And we've been saying it for, well, I said before, two or three weeks and been getting pelters for it. But open your eyes and watch. It's clear to see. Yeah. I think that's but five all, wins all, That's all five is, wins in ten. All it is, though, is people with an agenda and they'll look for anything to further strengthen their agenda. Well, I've got an agenda. My agenda's pro-Alex Neil. But you people have really an agenda... You don't really need to dig hard to find anything to back that up, though, really. No. no. But I think you... the issue is, your bigger, your bigger issue is that, that we've hit a bit of a slump in form and people have got the hump, you know, and we were poor before lockdown, before lockdown in a couple of games, but then nobody's seen us. No one's actually been there in the flesh and it's very easy to moan on social media at the minute because, mm. you know, some clown... You know, message me, we'll get beat 6 0 tonight. As soon as I message him back with a clown face at half time, he's blocked me. I'm like, call me a bell end. I'm like, well, <laughs> don't, don't say we're going to get beat 6 0, then you muppet. You know, there's no there's no need. But this is the thing people hide behind social media and, and, uh, and make an agenda. But you can tell by watching the game tonight. You could probably tell by watching the first half on Saturday as well. Yeah. He's not lost the dressing room. We played all right Saturday, and then we conceded a very shit goal when you watch it back for the second goal you know conceding the penalty five minutes into the second half oh, it wasn't a penalty it's, oh, it yeah, really it's given it's it's a decision to make no but yeah the, I, the I understand point, that but the, the I, would love to see, I, I would love to see our defensive record when we've got Davis and Bauer starting together I bet it's impressive but, yeah. I bet it's I bet really it is. impressive because a very good, a very good combination another thing that's, that's a goal uh, sorry that's a game that we've gone ahead in and, and won and won it, we've lost twice when we've done that under Alex Neil. Yeah. It's about eighty six out of about eighty six games now. Fucking no shit. No wonder it goes on about it being so important the first goal. But but um, it's just another excuse for him, Jim. 
It's not. It's not. It's just stating facts. I, I know it's not, mate. I know it's not. Um, just, oh, I forgot what I have mentioned before. Oh, I, had a few, I had a good point, and now my head's gone. What are we talking about? I'm not taking that out. I've put in a group then about half six. I'm really tired today. I, just could, I could do without this game tonight. But We've always got a result like that in us because we love going to places like that. You know, um, they were taking... Don't don't take goal kicks in your own six-yard box against us. I was just going to say it. that you could argue they played into our hands, really. We had the classic 4-1-3-2 set up back from the goal kicks. Fucking love it. You just can't... How'd you, how'd you get out of it? How'd you get out of it? You just... You can't... You can't even when you got Solanke up front, you can't get out of it. And Bournemouth just couldn't get out of it. So, if you want to set up like that, just please set up like that because we'll fucking have you. Just um, just seeing Twitter, Pat's done his Achilles out of yeah. the season. Yeah, big blow. Yeah. Big blow. <laughs> I think when 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 a German giant goes down like that, remember, tell, remember you what, tell you what though, tell you what, fuck, tell you what, it's very very lucky that Paul Hunters are just signing a contract in it. We're fucking going to be all right, aren't we? <laughs> That's a major priority in January, by the way. Now, so yeah, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Especially with the uncertainty around Ben Davis as well. Got is there, is there an well. argument for two in January? We'll never do it because it takes us no, 18 months to sign. Jay, There's an argument for three. There's an argument for three. Six. Hmm. No, I, I mean an argument for two centre-backs. There's an argument for three. Oh, no, I mean to Jimmy when he said five or six. We need five or six players. but we yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, we need definitely, definitely don't need five or six centre-backs. Oh, I don't know. Fuck them all off. Get them all, get them all replaced. <laughs> Pat, you got to keep Pat. And you got to keep Ben. But oh, I'm gutted about Pat. Fuck it. I just, it gives me flashbacks to Liam Chilvers at who, who comes in? Who comes in in a four, in a four at the back for you? It's got to be story. It's got to be story for yeah. me. It's got to be. I know he's, he's, he's made some errors, but, you know, I think you've got to play him through these alongside Ben. Oh, it's tough that, you know, because... I, I can't look past all his mistakes this season. I, I don't think he's got anyone beside him that will make him better at the minute. I don't mm. think Ben will make him better because he's too. Because the both because Ben's what twenty five, twenty six. Stories, stories twenty three. He's just a bit. He's still too. I know it's going to sound weird, but he's too, still green. He's still very mm. young, naive as a centre half, and I, I, there's just nobody there to. When he's watching Pat, when Pat's yeah. in the team. He can learn. He's probably learning a lot more off the pitch and by watching the game and watching Pat's movements when he's alongside Ben. But when That's you're actually blow, there right? doing it, it's it's fucking hammer blow that because them two together is fucking. Mm. Is oh that what God. Tom Clark did at Huddersfield? Yeah, early on, I think, wasn't it? Remember Tom Clark only, doing it, and Tom Clark was time, never the same. The only time I can remember North End player doing it was Chilvers at Charlton in the warm up. And he was never the same after that. I fucking love Liam Chilvers as well. For the first 18 months he was here. He was brilliant. <sighs> Left foot centre half. Mm-hmm. It's a blow, um, that is. That's a yeah, big blow. Big that's that's, that's yeah, taken a bit of a shine off that for me. Hasn't it? Well, all, all the best, Pat. Let's, yeah, uh, let's hope he comes back stronger. And that's, the thing, that's the thing with an ACL, though. It's such a, it's such a big thing. It's... If, if if there's one little hiccup in his recovery, 
it'll set him back months. Yeah. Louis Malt, Louis Malt had to have a second operation. And is he even back training? No, I think it's, well, we don't know where Louis is at. I think the only thing I would say about um, Pat's injury, I know it's only happened like an hour ago, but he's in good hands with, with Jacko, the physio, and obviously yeah. the team at the North End. Sorry, so we've got these when, facilities. So. When I say a hiccup in his recovery, I mean from sort of like a surgical point of view. Yeah, but I think Louis, Louis' injury is a bad one. And, you know, not everyone comes back from an ACL. And to be honest, not many players come back fully hitting the ground running like you know you don't see you don't tend to see people hit the same levels of performance yeah. as often you know look at Josh and Billy Bowden here you know they've both done their ACLs in the past two years and you could probably say they've not hit the heights that they had before and Billy's nowhere near for me mm. you know in terms of fitness so it must yeah. I mean I, I've got experience with it personally my mum did her ACL and a PCL and even just in day-to-day life it's massively affected how she goes about her day-to-day routine mm. that's a sick of that yeah it's yes. big but you know it's going to be hard to pick myself back up from that but you know it's um, it's a great result tonight can't take anything away from that it's a, it's a good it's an opportunity now you know these next you know, Saturday's an opportunity. So, just got to take the most, make the most of it. It's just, I don't know who comes in. That's, that's really just typical. Now. That's just fucking, that's just North End all over that. Yeah. And he's, and he's, it's a good finish that as well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I had, um, I had Bournemouth coverage on it and Bournemouth, the, the two guys on Radio Soul, and they were uh, very complimentary towards North End, to be honest with you. But they said Pat did his best to miss it because he's literally, he's hit the post, hasn't he? It's gone right across, back across goal. Oh, was it the post? I thought it hit the keeper. Yeah, no, nah, it, it hit, hit the post. post. Hit the post uh, I thought it'd come off uh, Begovic. No, it's no. hit the post. But How many times have we said he's, he's a target in a box and he'll score goals for you? Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, oh. Pop a damper now. That's... Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if it's the thought of Pat being out or Hunt's being in that's got me. Oh, I can Fenner as well on Saturday. Yeah, which makes me, think he'll, it makes me think he'll go with Huntington. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the, the thing that probably plays into Hunt's hands is that he's had a partnership with Ben before. Mm. And a long partnership with him. So they, they both know about each other's games. And partnerships are really key for me. You know, at the back, so I think that's probably why we'll end up going with Hunts. Yeah, I think um, if we play, I think if we use you know similar midfield and attack, then you know we, we, I think we'll be a lot more positive going forward on Saturday because we just got better footballers on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So you know, again, people don't want to hear it, but the first goal will be massive on Saturday. Just you know, just because the pr- players probably a little bit down about Pat as well because. That's just a massive, massive thing, isn't it? But, but yeah, I, I so don't know where we are in the league for, now. But it's an opportunity for back-to-back wins for the first time since the end of October as well. Yeah, yes, it's five wins and five defeats in the last ten games. Um, so you know we could do to put couples together. We've had a couple of defeats in a row twice. Um, but yeah, Nine, it's uh, a game. Sorry, not nineteenth, we're fourteenth. Yeah, so a win probably takes your top half, doesn't it? Mm. Um, you know, considering people saying we're in a relegation fight and stuff, 
you know, let's just try and get a win and same players on the pitch and please just give give the players contracts, you know, give the players that we need to keep contracts. Yeah, I think that's the most important, isn't it? Nine points off the job now. Seven points off playoffs. So, yeah, let's keep this. Funnily enough, forward. that's still very much mid-table. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. Well, that, what do you expect? People can't expect us to be anywhere else. So things don't just change in the space of twenty-four hours and space on three points. So, yeah, just it's, it's about runs. Over. It's about runs. It is. Yeah, and um, we've just got to make sure. The, the point I was going to make sure before, mate, about um, the Watford game. I know this is going. Back, but manager's team talk is really key, you know, and it's probably very similar to tonight. You know, at Watford, you, you go, you, you're 1 0 down, you're still in the game, but then five minutes after half time, you know, we give away a penalty. Manager's team talk goes straight out the window, at least tonight, you know, we've, we've built on it straight after half time pretty much, you know, and it's a cracking goal. So mm. it just it just kills their momentum dead. You know, if they've coming out after half time, they've got their managers. You know, words ringing in their ears because they probably had a bit of a kick in, you know, and a bit of a G up, and then Sinclair puts one in the top corner from 40 yards. You know, their game plan is like ripped up in it, really. They've just yeah. touched yeah. on a striker at half time. So, yeah, I, I yeah. think that's why it's, you know, that first 10 minutes after, after an interval is so key. You know, either way, you've got to make sure, you know, you either hold on to lead and try and increase it, or you don't, you don't go out the game. You know, that's what we did at Watford. We went out the game as soon as it goes to 2-0. I know yeah. we've got the goal back to make it 2-1, but then we've conceded again straight away. So The best thing the best thing about Sinclair's goal wasn't the finish for me. It was the fact that Maguire won the header. You know, he's he's so underrated in the air, Maguire, by the way. He's, yeah. I'm, he's probably five foot nine or something, but he leaps very well in the air. And it's I saw quite a few people... as well. He, he seems yeah. to sort of hold himself... I know it sounds weird, but hold himself in the air quite well. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. He's good. His timing's very good. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just thought worth mentioning. We scored from it was it was a long ball situation, really unbelievable good, finish. Good night for Shawnee. I mean, he's been. I wouldn't say he's been out in the cold, but he's not. He's not featured heavily if, mm. at all, really. And he's come in and put in a performance like that. Yeah. Um, well, I think we had that question, didn't we, a few weeks ago about Sean Shawnee and Barky. Yeah, not featuring, and obviously Barky scored three and four now, and Maguire's come in and you know he looks quite sharp, doesn't he? So contributing, and, well, and I know it wasn't long, but Bailey's getting on again can only be, can only be a positive thing. Yeah. So yeah, decent decent night all around, apart from Bowers' injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Shortly, he don't before Saturday. I know he started Saturday, but before then he hasn't started a game since the fourth of October when we went to Brentford. Yeah, you know, he didn't. I didn't even go off the bench in the last well out of four of those games for us. So I think it's he looked sharp. He needed the rest. Let's be honest. You know, he's, he's needed he's the rest needed for a, a long time. I was going to say, yeah, he's needed a prolonged rest for probably months as opposed to weeks. Yeah, well, back in the last season, you know, we've not really had a pre-season, have we? You know, we've, we've finished one season, we've started the next. It feels, and he was blown at the end of last season because yeah. we had no one to take him out the firing line for. You know, and I think having Emil now. It means you've got two quick strikers to a degree, you know, and two mobile strikers that just really helps us get us higher up the pitch as well. But you know, I think what... I think good for Emil as well because he's started to come in for a tiny little bit of stick in the last two or three days, and it's good. It's good for a new player like that just to for the manager to go. Do you know what? We've got a massive run of games coming up. 
Yeah, he's probably not even considered the the fan opinion. But for him to just go, yeah, I'm going to take you out this firing line. I'll give you a rest. Yeah. Job done, isn't it? They are very, they are very different. Yeah. They are very different options, by the way, as well. They're very different yeah. players. Yeah, but they have a lot of similar attributes as well, though. I don't think they do for me. They're not quick. No, I think they're very different. No, I don't think Maguire is that quick. I think Maguire is a complete link player who will drop in between the midfield and defensive line. I think Reese is just going to stretch the defensive line. He's not going to do anything between the lines for you. I think they're very different players for me. I mean, he's more direct, isn't he? He's more. He's, that's, you've that's seen, that on. You seen that when he come on. You seen that when he come on. He he, he running behind the pace. He, he showed there. Maguire doesn't have that for me. He has a lot of little nice pocket. I, I, I've said it before to Jimmy. I think Maguire's a pocket player for me. Yeah. I think that's very different to what Reese is. And I think it's good to have two very different options like that. Yeah, keeps you, keeps you fresh. And then you've got Stockley as well. Yeah, we'll move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday, boys. Obviously, we've, we've mentioned that it's, it's a chance for back-to-back wins. Um, according to some fans, it's our future manager coming to Deepdale. Yeah, I like him a lot. I love Gareth Ainsworth. Not going to have one bad word said about him. Mm. But we need three yeah. points, so let's just, you know, that's all we need to concentrate on, really. You know, they, they've they got different options. You know, they're, they're a set piece threat through Jacobson, I believe. Mm. Um, got a wonder of a left foot, Annie. Yeah. He's I, think he scored, I think he's scored from like two or three corners in the last 12 months as well. Yeah, he's yeah, got, he's was a, it two last season? Mm. Yeah, he's got he's got a very good technique on his on his set, set pieces. He's not the biggest left back, and I think can, I think Barker can get at him. Yeah, um, but he's, not, he's older he just, now, isn't he? Is he thirty? He's probably late thirty-three. 30 isn't he? Mm. I think he's older than that, you know. Yeah, probably so. maybe thirty-five, something like that. But yeah, I think they're playing tomorrow night against Stoke, Stoke in front yeah. in front of in front of fans, I believe. Um, you know, we've got the extra 24 hours on them, plus they've got to travel down on Saturday. So, hopefully, freshen it up a bit. Um, you know, who can come back in? I'm not sure who can actually bring anyone else back in. I don't think Earl will be available. Fisher's not available. Obviously, going to have to bring a centre back in. Might bring Reese back in, but, you know, Sean did well tonight. So, we'll have to wait and see. But I think the extra 24 hours is quite important for these midweeks. And and the 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 fact that we don't have like you just said the need of having to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I they'll think fly back tonight, they'll, won't they? So they'll yeah. fly back tonight. Pat will probably stay down there if he if he's going to an hospital to have it booked up straight away. Yeah. So you know someone will tra- travel back with him tomorrow, I presume. Um, but yeah, probably get tomorrow off. Maybe players will. Players will. Yeah. 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 Um, especially coming back so late. But then at least then you've got two days preparation Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And mm. um, that's really, it, it's massive help, like I just said there, Ali. Um, so, yeah, I think the other thing with Wickham is squad depth might come into play. You know, we've got, we have probably got a deeper squad. And I know our squad, we say it's mediocre, but it's mediocre for a side challenging for the top six. Probably yeah. isn't mediocre in comparison to a side like Wickham. It's no, no disrespect to them at all, but, you know, they've not really invested heavily in the window. And, you know they're expected to be 21st out in League One the season they got promoted. So, you know they've not got the strength and depth that we have. Obviously, Akinfem was a threat. Um, speaking to a w- speaking to a Wickham fan today, they've got quite a few injuries as well stacking up. Yeah. I think he was saying he got six, seven injuries as well. So when you're a squad like Wickham, you can't really afford six, seven injuries, can you? 
Um, but yeah, let's see how they do tomorrow night against a decent side. And then, you know, we really need to get that other win. Because I think if we if we beat Wickham, it'll be two wins in three at home, won't it? Yeah. They've picked um, up them, haven't they? Like, like we said yeah. at the weekend, I think they've... Their last seven, is it drawn four, one, two, lost one? Mm, something like that, something yeah. Like that. Got a good yeah. late point against Derby, didn't he, the other day, which was an important important point considering where Derby are. So, mm. so yeah. It, I think you know, Derby conceded a late equaliser again. Mm, yeah, 91st minute, I believe. Oh. Gustavo Hamer, cracking player. Coventry, important, Very important when you're down there. Draws are very important because obviously you don't lose ground on the other team. So, yeah, Derby in a bit of trouble, aren't he? But, but yeah, Wickham won't be mugs like people probably expect him to be. Yeah, their, their issue is scoring goals. They've only scored seven goals in the championship this season so far. Would yeah. you um, would you say that it'll be a little bit a little bit like the Luton game at home last season? Tough to break down. I don't know because the, no, know, because Luton considered the most goals, didn't they? Something they considered a ridiculous amount of goals last season. Luton. I just I just remember that game at home being like. One of expectation that we should be winning it, and then yeah, it just then being proving to be very difficult to break down. Yeah, um, I think they had the wrong Jones in charge, didn't they? Then so they weren't what they are. But um, to be honest, I can't remember that game. Did we score late on? Did Stockley yeah. score a late winner? Stockley, yeah, yeah. Galli had his penalty saved as well, but followed it up, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, I think they'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see. To be honest, I've only seen Wickham once this season, which was against Brentford. Um, nice in that game. Cup game. Yeah, very early on in the season, weren't it? So, yeah. you know, we'll have to wait and see. But it is a big opportunity to get, you know, another win at Deepdale and then hopefully make it back-to-back wins. And then, you know, then it's three wins in five. And then, you know, you're in the top ten or thereabouts. Yeah, absolutely. And then who have we got after Wickham? Middlesbrough Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the one that got moved, isn't it? The kick-off time got moved, sorry. Yeah. And then we're almost at, you know, very, very big games coming up after that. Well, that'll be the one you're looking forward to most, won't it, after that? Yeah. Um, but, you know, not bad games, are they? It's a tough not- one of fixtures, but it's... The winnable. Game, it's, but it is, it is winnable. I think Middlesbrough is... Yeah, yeah, I've got it here. So you've got, got Wickham, Wickham Borough, Luton, Barnsley, Bristol City, Derby, Coventry, Forest. Mm, it's not a bad run. I've looked that, at it. You know, that takes it's, us to the 2nd of January. Yeah. You know, most of them teams are in the bottom bottom end of the table. Mm. Um, you know, it's not a bad run at all. But I'll, it's going to come back to it again. You've got the big four on the pitch there tonight and look how good we were. You know, please just make it happen. You know, yeah. talk is cheap, and it you can you can you can talk down to the fans or do whatever you want, but you need to you know put your money where your mouth is, really. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think we can wrap that up there, fellas. Oh, predictions, predictions. What are you saying for Wickham? Two 0 North End. Same. I'll go. I'll go one 0 North End. I think Barkley will score again. Loves a bit of a streak. Right. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Nice one, lads. <laughs>